The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome back, everybody, to another exciting episode of Stories from the Sideline. With me, as always, my co-host, Matt Keel. Matt, how are we doing today? Hot. It is hot. What What did it get up to today? The last, the highest I saw in my car, I think, was like 89. Did, yeah. we, did we clip 90? No, but it's like the humidity that's making it feel hotter. It really is. And, I mean, even I took the dogs. I usually take them uh, during the summer. I'll take them to the dog park or for a uh, a decent walk in the morning. We got to the dog park. We usually stay there like a half hour, 45 minutes. After like 10 minutes, they were like, okay, let, it, it's time to go. Yeah. Like they were just, they were like, this this isn't happening. Yeah. Too hot. Absolutely. It, when, it was just, I don't know. It, it just, it felt awful. Like, yeah. It, like just being out there, you almost felt like in an oven too. Yeah. And like it's automatic sweat. Oh, yeah. So gross. Oh, yeah. Not a fan. Um, even this morning, like, I'll go, I try to go for my walk or whatever, and it just, man, I I think I today I did, like, half of my walk, and I just went into the basement and did it on the treadmill the other half. Yeah, go mean, back in the AC. Pretty much. I was like, listen, I've got the treadmill downstairs. I've got the TV, like, right there. I, I can... Why Why am I doing this today? Honestly. Today's just not the day for that. No, you want to hear something. I was moving shelves in my garage. Like, the garage door was open, and I had to move, physically move, like, these, like, seven-foot-tall, like, wide, just moving these huge things, just dripping in sweat <laughs> at 9 o'clock in the morning. Oh, really? Yeah. That's 9. Why so early? Well, actually, nine's not that early, but still. Well, I had a lot of stuff to do today, and then I had a pallet of cabinets being dropped off at my house. So this guy just, like, shows up with me completely just, like, shirtless and dripping in sweat in my garage. <laughs> like, hey, dude. And he was just like, uh, where do you want him? And I was like, right here in the garage. He's like, okay. okay. <laughs> Lovely. No, but it's... uh. Man, it's just hot, but you know what? I don't care, and everybody's like, oh, well, when it's snowing, people complain that it's too cold. When it's hot, people complain that it's too hot. Listen, I will take this weather every day of the week over snow. As long as there is no snow, no white stuff coming from the ground or coming from the air, um, I'm good. I like snow. I'm not a fan of snow. I love snow. Are you like a big-time skier? or See, really? Yeah. So why just... I just like... Well, I was born in the winter. So okay. I, might be, I might be biased that way, but, um, you know, I like snow blowing. I like shoveling. I like. Listen, it's funny you bring up snow blowing because, and this was real, I, this was real early on. Well, not early, probably about a year into, uh, my relationship with my, my current wife, my, my current, Your wife, current wife, my current wife, you know, my first only wife. But anyways, um, this was the first winter that we were living together, and she didn't have a snowblower and whatever. I 
it's no big deal. I'm used to shoveling. So she surprises me with, she comes, she comes down or into the driveway. It's a pretty snowy day. She's like, I bought you a, you know, I bought you a snowblower. It's, you know, you're going to love it. I'm like, okay, when does it come in? First flag. She's like, oh, it's in the car. I'm like, oh no, this, okay, okay. Now, what kind of car does she drive? She drives like an SUV. It's got a decent size back. You know, you okay. can you can fit some stuff in. I'm like, okay. So I look in the back seat, and it's in like a, a regular size box. I'm like, okay, that's kind of strike two, red flag two. I pull it out. I open the box. There's no ripcord. There is a plug, an outlet oh, no. where it's electric. And again, still, I, I think I had been at the house maybe two months, like living in there. We had been going out probably about a year, maybe a little less. And I just kind of look at her. I'm like, it's electric. She's like, yeah, you know, you're, it's it's going to be great. You're going to love it. Now, keep in mind, after, today we we had probably a good, I don't know, half a foot in the driveway. It was, it was, um, the day after, not the big storm that we had, but the day after, like, we got a nice dumping. And I had, you know, it was one of those days where you go out, you shovel. Ten minutes later, you got to shovel yeah, again. Yeah. Ten minutes later, you got to shovel again. So I'm still being positive. I'm like, okay, let's, you know, I'll get an extension cord. Let's plug it in. When I, te- when I kid you not, it sounded like a dust buster. Like, oh, I, I take it out. It. It skids over, like, the little part of the ice, and it, like, maybe just throws, like, the powder just on top. Like, it doesn't go underneath. It pretty much goes for, like, 10 seconds, cuts off, back it off, like, back it up, starts back up, goes back in for, like, another, I don't know, maybe half a foot at most, cuts off. And I just look at my web, like... Vicky, where'd you buy this from? She's like, oh, I bought it from Sears. I was like, mm, we can return this, right? So we ended up, we went, we returned it. Uh, I don't, can't remember if we picked out a new snowblower. I think we just, whatever, I shoveled. It was no big deal. And I had not asked her for a snowblower. And then I think the next week later, we just went with the plow service. We're like, you know what? Let's just go with the plow service. Jeez, oh, that's for <laughs> but so we did the plow service the rest of the year. Uh, but again, even with plow service, you still got to go out and shovel. But that was uh, the snowblower where I love my wife for trying to surprise me with with it. I love it, but it just it's one of those snowblowers that were, uh, would be good maybe in like, I don't know, Virginia or yeah. Carolinas where you're getting like, I don't know, two inches a year. Yeah, where you get two inches of snow and you have to shut the entire state down for like a week. Yep. So, yeah, that was my uh, first and only snowblower. It did not last very long. Like, I love doing that kind of stuff. It's satisfying for me to like see like a, a, a very snowy driveway and then after you're done, like you see like, oh, like it, it's really not. So I like it. Um my girlfriend, she's like, no, like, like I, I'll, I'll do it and stuff like that. And I was like, 
what? And she's like, I'll, I'll do it. I was like, oh, I don't mind doing it. She's like, she's like, she's like, you don't like it. And she was like, you, you like, no, I'll do it. I was like, you're, you like, cause her house right now has her own, like she has a plow service. I was like, what do you know? What are you talking about? <laughs> like you have it. I've been plowing my driveway since I've been able to like work a, a, a gasoline engine. Like I don't mind it. I like it. You know, you put your headphones in, you bundle up and you just. See, that's just it. I'm not like I like doing I like more of I was more of a cutting the grass kind of guy. Like I like, I like cutting the grass, the grass because then you not only that, but when you cut the grass, you know, at most, you know, maybe you're cutting the grass, you know, at most, I'd say three days a week. You know, at most if it if it gets into that type of year where you got a lot of rain, it's growing super fast. The thing I don't like with snowing or with uh, shoveling, snow shoveling is, again, on those days where you're shovel, where it's coming down, you're shoveling. Literally, by the time you're done shoveling your driveway, you turn around to go back inside, and you're like, damn it, I- I've got to do this again because, like, the back half of the driveway that I, you know, finished is, like, covered again. There's, like, a half an inch on the ground already. Yeah. I mean, it's... It gets just repetitive, where at least when you cut the grass, you're like, all right, this looks great. Yeah, fair. But I also like the fact that, like, you know, on those days you go out, you snow blow, you shovel, you come back in, and you know full well that you're going to have to go back out. Nobody messes with you after you come back in because they're just like, oh. Yeah, wait till you get older. (laughs) Wait till you get older. Um, there, there are those days where you do that and you, you know, you still got the honeydew list where you got to do, uh, you know, maybe two or three more things, but yeah, you're right. You do typically get at least a little, you know, at least 30, 40 minutes where you can kind of sit down, relax, sit down and get the feeling back in your hand. For some reason, I just, I don't know if it's my gloves or what, but my hands are the only thing that get like super cold. Thank you. That's the same thing. Like I could pretty much go out barefoot and my feet aren't going to get cold at all. Right. My hands like after 5 minutes and I there'll be times where I'll have the I'll have the little gloves on, I'll have the big gloves yeah. over top of it. I'll have the little hand warmers sometimes shoved in there. No, my hands are like freezing yeah, and not to, to the point where they hurt. Yeah. I yeah. don't know why. I have no idea. But yeah, it's that's the only thing on me that really gets cold. Yeah, it's weird. Even like with snow, like especially if you're snow blowing on a windy day and everything's blowing that way is getting blown directly back into your face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, those are the worst. The the wind like where it's cold and it's just windy. Yeah. Especially like I hate it when you're out pumping gas and you're literally just like trying to shield yourself while you're pumping gas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I as much as the winter sucks, I love it. See, I'm not I'm not a fan. I didn't mind it as a kid. Like it was, you know, it was fun going uh uh sledding or, you know, having uh snowball fights or especially missing school. I guess as a teacher you still get to miss school every now and then. Right. But um no, if in even now, um if it's not going to snow enough to get me a snow day, I don't want snow. <laughs> like I don't want it. No, it's like, I mean, I think the worst was when I was at school at Geneseo, you would walk everywhere, obviously. And that was the only time it sucked when it was snowing. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I got class at eight in the morning and you look outside and it's like a full-blown blizzard. You're just like, 
Yep. <laughs> Bundle up and you move in herds. Yep. That's where, even at Canisius, those were the days where you just kind of look, but like, okay, I got kinesiology. How many classes did I miss so far this right. semester? Okay, I've only missed one, and we're given three and it's five degrees outside. Yeah. Okay, I can pick up the notes from somebody else. We had we had one time. This wasn't during the winter. I think it was during like the the fall. We had I got an email and it said like it was a it was a wind advisory and it said any student under a hundred and thirty pounds should not go outside. Really, with the risk of getting blown over. <laughs> They gave a weight. They, they sent that in the email for a weight limit. And I honestly, the rest of the day, I would like look outside and like visibly see like really small little people just get blown straight over. And I weighed, I think I weighed like a hundred and hundred and sixty pounds at that time, and I still like was just like toppling sideways. But that was the only time that I ever had somebody was like. If you weigh this much or less, don't go outside. Like they had a they had a free pass to miss class. That's awesome. See, I would have been like, especially if I was at like one thirty five or one forty. Yeah, I'm like, screw it. Somebody give me a garbage bag. I'm gonna run laps in the house. <laughs> Let like, me sweat you, off five pounds. How do you prove that? Like, do you like to send like a picture of a scale and you're standing on it? It's like I can't come to class today, professor. You have the teacher the next time class is in session with a scale at the door, be like, yeah. uh, Monahan, get on the scale, 131. Nope. You're not excused. Nope. You you had to be here. <laughs> it, that was the funniest thing. Um, yeah, like wind, wind with snow sucks. Snow in general, okay. Ice, not a fan. Ice, no. Definitely not a fan. But, um, no, I don't mind the days where... And it's kind of a bit of a, I don't know, whatever. But I don't mind the days where it's on the warmer side and it's snowing. You know, where you get like, just kind of like those light little flurries. Yeah. You know, it just looks nice. Even on those days where, especially later in the in the winter or later in the snow season, I should say, you know, where it's like um, uh, late February, early March. I guess now it's even getting past, pushed back to like April, where you get a good amount of snow and it, but you know, by morning time, this is all going to be melted. Yeah, like you, it's like the stuff that doesn't stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just enough to you know make it look pretty outside. But you're like, all right, it, this isn't going to be anything. Yeah, but you know it. You know you're in for like some tough troubles if like you look outside and you see the stuff that fell froze off the branches. So like everything, like you know for a fact, you're just like, oh, it's going to be a bit. Now, I know for soccer, there was one year, this was way back in the October storm. This would have been to, uh, 2009, 2010. That was, was in elementary school. Something like that. But you know the one I'm talking about, yeah. where October, the October storm. Yeah, I was out of school for like three weeks. We, yeah, we actually had to, we were supposed to have a game that day. Um, and, you know, it was snowing during the uh, during the school day. We had school that day. It was snowing. And, you know, my athletes went, Coach, are we going to have the game today? Coach, are we going to have the game today? And I was like, yeah, this will be fine. This is going to pass over. It's going to be no big deal, no big deal, no big deal. Sure enough, around like 1 o'clock, I get the call from my AD. You know, we're canceling today's game. I'll make the announcement, blah, blah, blah. And I would have never thought if you had told me 
And there's been times, you know, this wasn't my first soccer game that's been canceled. Usually it's been canceled either thunder and lightning or, you know, really bad rainstorm. But fall sports, you pretty much, especially soccer, football, you You pretty much play. This is the first time ever I've had to cancel a game, and the only time, because of snow, a soccer game, because of snow, which is just, it it blew my mind. It's kind of like rain makes it more slick. But like the snow, that was there was a lot of snow. There was oh there was not naturally amount of snow. Yeah, and I and I think that was that was when I was working or teaching at Park, and I think we we probably missed a good week, week and a half of school. There were a couple, or there was one or two days where they had. um, We came in as teachers because you know the Park campus heavily wooded area, whatever. So there were there were times where two days they asked for any volunteers. Um, oh, to clear, like, to kind of come in, clear out, yeah. And a lot of the students and a lot of the teachers that were closer by, we came in and we, you know, pulled branches off. We cleared the, as much of the roads as we can. Um, so I mean, that was fun. But yeah, there was a lot of a lot of tree branches, a lot of. Um, what about like power lines and stuff? There's not a lot of power lines on the campus. There wasn't a lot of power lines. I believe so, a, a lot of the buildings did lose power. However, but um, I think a lot of the, you know. The entire area. the entire area lost power. Yeah. Did, so, yeah. but we, um, I don't, rem- I don't recall there being any live wires that were down on on the school campus. There could have been, but at least they might, have, they must have gotten them cleared away if there were before right. they asked for volunteers to come in. I remember that night too. Just like I was like trying to sleep, and I kept on hearing the snapping noises, and I thought. Like, my neighbor at the time, like, really liked to build stuff. So I thought he was just, like, breaking wood. And my mom and I went outside on, like, the back patio and, like, physically saw, like, trees just, like, falling. And yeah. I was, we were just like, those are trees <laughs> making like, those whoops. noises? We're just like, we better get inside. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And then there was, the, there was a bigger October storm in um, – this would have been my junior year of college. So this would have been, like, 01, 2000, 2001, sometime around there. Um, I remember that I was doing, I remember I was doing my observation hours at Ken West and, um, it took like, again, it was one of those times where I was there pretty much all day. Cause I got a lot of my hours in that day. There was, it was not snowing at all. When I got to the school, I got to the school, I think around nine or 10, by the time I left at like two thirty, the entire parking lot covered with snow, like I mean, like probably three, four inches, if not more, in the parking lot. Um, it took me forever just to get out of the parking lot. It took me for I almost got stuck on the Skajakwita coming back to Canisius, the one ninety eight. Oh, yeah, yeah. But um, and believe me, there were a lot of cars that were stuck. There were sometimes some cars that were in front of us. So you know, myself, and then there were a bunch of others that would get out, help people kind of push their car, get them unstuck, so that we could. You know, keep going. I don't know how I made it back that day, but um, you know that was when you heard stories of people just, you know, grabbing a hotel or staying at strangers' houses that they had met on the roads night, yep. basically just because they couldn't get home. I mean, it, and that was another thing. And I don't know how our creakety little off-campus apartment did not lose power, but we did not lose power that night. Really? Yeah. And wow. in 2001, I think, and we, I mean, I was shocked. Yeah. But, um, no, that was, uh, that was a big storm too. You were talking about losing power. Um, what was it? I think it was, 
I think it was Saturday, this past Saturday, and you know, the other than yesterday and the day before, we haven't had any weather other than just sun. Yeah. It, we've, we've been in a drought. I wake up, I don't have power. Really? Yeah, my entire street lost power. Did they ever, like, was there a reason why? Was there a down power line? Or? I, I don't know, but I know for a fact that the circuit near my house sucks. Really? I lose power all the time in non-storm times and in storm. Like, when a storm hits, I know for a fact we're losing power. <laughs> Even, like, I, I got home. I went to church with my girlfriend on Sunday. I came back to feed my cat within the two-hour time span on Sunday where there was no rain and it was sunny. That was before the rain came. I lost power again. Nice. I was like, dude, why? (laughs) Holy cow. Yet Akron never loses power. I was going to say, we. there's been a couple times this summer, um, like in the middle of the night, we'll notice, you know, you, you get that where... Man, why do I have to reset the alarm clock on the or the uh, clock on the microwave? Yeah, like you always see the flash. Yeah, thing, you're just like, oh, we lost power. So there's been a couple times in the middle of the night um, this summer that we've lost power, but no, we're usually pretty good. Our our area is usually pretty good where we're not going to lose wish. power. <laughs> I, I freaking wish, and it's only certain areas of where, like in Clarence, that have really bad power. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, but going back to the the, the um, winter thing, I think my favorite as an adult now is the whole football aspect, especially going to the games in the winter. <sighs> I know. The older you get, you can't <laughs> take it anymore. You know what? I didn't – the first half of the Jets game this past year, the season finale, I didn't mind it. But, man, third quarter – especially going into the fourth quarter, and maybe whatever, the game was out of reach. I mean, it was, at that point, there was, you know, just make sure nobody gets hurt. But, man, I'm just like, okay, this, like, the back hurts, the legs hurt. Like, it wasn't so much even that I was cold. It was just like, this is painful and uncomfortable. It's not that bad. I'm telling you, if it wasn't if it wasn't for the fact that the Bills, you know, technically clinched the AFC East on that win, um, I probably would have, well, I wouldn't have stayed as long as I did. That playoff game was amazing. Yeah. Now, see, there's a difference between playoff football and, you know, playoff football late in the season. In the winter. In the winter than just the regular season. Oh, my gosh. Like, that was the coldest game to, like, to date that season. Yeah. And it was amazing. Like, the Bills, during the Bills drought season, you couldn't. You couldn't pay me to, <laughs> to go, go to to go and to sit in the winter. Like no way. Like if the Bills are getting ready to finish a six and ten, seven and nine yeah. season, no, it's not worth no, it. I'll uh, no. But nowadays, it's it's worth it. Oh yeah. Like I said, I'm predicting. I'm still saying it minimum minimum thirteen wins. I'm even saying probably fourteen yeah. or fifteen. So who who's you're gonna who 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 would you prefer to have as your first? Uh, fantasy football draft if if you could necessarily plan that out who would you prefer picking up first player wise yeah well listen before i give you my pick here um i'll tell you mine i i I don't know because see matt and i i'll tell you matt Matt and i as a team last year the fantasy football league 
you know, it was uh, Matt was my GM. Uh, the draft was during I my honeymoon. The team too. Matt did draft a team. The draft was during my honeymoon. So now Matt, uh, you know, I'll, I'll give I'll give Matt the credit. Matt was <laughs> Matt was pretty much the driving force. I was more or less a silent partner <laughs> in last year's fantasy team that we won. Yeah. Here, you know, we won the, the the podcast precinct league. So I thought this year maybe be the same thing. Maybe it'll be a little bit more. You know, no, Matt just decides to you know go. Get his own team. It is. <laughs> so, it is. so I, I'm not gonna lie. I was always in the park camp league as well, um, but uh, which I came in second place in that league. So I've actually got to pay attention to this year's podcast precinct league because I lost my general manager who started his own team. He's uh, he's poached the head coach, the offensive coordinator, and defensive coordinator. He's left left me bare there. <laughs> But um, I'm like Brady. I have to leave another team to win another championship to prove it's me. Not. <laughs> well, I was gonna say. Listen, I'm 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 gonna be. I'm gunning. I'm gunning for it this year. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, total immunity for whoever we say our first picks are. Oh, I'm of not, course. I'm not gonna take it. I'm just curious of who we, especially this season, because I know Devonte Adams is a big talking point. Um, See, I still I think he's due for a big drop off. Really, I think he's gonna. I, I think he's gonna find out there's a difference between Aaron Rodgers throwing him the and ball Derek and Derek Carr throwing him the ball. I yeah. think he's in for a big drop off. I don't think he's gonna be a bum. No, I think he's still gonna put up fantasy numbers. I think he's still gonna be a solid pick. But I'm. I don't know if I'm. Uh, the only way I'm picking him first overall is if I'm picking late in the first round, like maybe the tenth, eleventh, twelfth pick. Right. Um. So I think he's going to have a huge drop off. I don't know. It was always. I feel like for fantasy before it was always you always have to pick the stud running back. Always have to pick the stud running back. Now, over the last like four or five years, it's almost been like, all right, I want to pick the stud wide receiver. Right. Uh, Or even the stud quarterback. I, I, I thought you're not supposed to pick quarterbacks in the first round. But now, I mean, you're getting guys like Allen. Burrow, who we had last year, I mean, he these, lit it up. These guys are still even averaging 25, 30, 35 points Again. a game. Yeah. Um, so I don't see why you wouldn't pick them. Right. Um, but let's see, as far as I'm going, I don't know. I think I picked Tyreek Hill first overall last year. Did you? Mm-hmm. Did we have Tyreek Hill? Mm-hmm. The whole season? Mm-hmm. Sweet. <laughs> um, I don't know. If I'm going, if I'm picking middle of the first or late in the first round, maybe I go with Adams as my okay. pick. If I'm picking like somewhere in the middle of the first round, um, and this is out of we have what a fourteen team league or is it twelve? Yeah. So think it, yeah, I think it's fourteen. So if I'm picking towards middle, so like six, seven, eight, um, I don't know. I might go with somebody like a Jamar Chase. I think Chase is going to have a, another big year. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't think I pick Henry towards the middle of the draft or top Ooh, of the draft. I, I, I think he's going second or third round. I'm trying to think of who the stud running backs are going to be. I think I'm going to go with Joe Mixon. You think? See, I yeah. think he's still one of those running backs that you can pick up either late first, early second. Could be. Tyler Boyd is also one I might want to get. 
Tyler Boyd, I think, is going to be a steal for somebody late in a draft. I think everybody's going to have everybody's going to be sleeping. everybody's going to have uh, Chase and even Higgins yeah. from Cincinnati. I think Tyler Boyd is going to be a, a sleeper pick. People are going to be gunning for Cooper Cup. Oh yeah, Cooper yeah, Cup was for sure, lighting everything up. Um, I bombed with. Here's how my first overall pick. I had the last year. I had the first overall pick for um, the Park League. I picked Christian McCaffrey. Oh, and he got injured. And that sucked. Yeah. Um, Derrick Henry, I feel, is going to get injured. So. Derrick Henry, two years ago, basically won me the championship. Like, <laughs> yeah. I picked him, I picked him, I think, seventh or eighth overall, sixth or seventh overall. And, um, yeah, he was he was racking me up. I could guarantee him for at least 20 points a game. Yeah. At least. This year, I don't know. I don't know if there's really a big-name running back out there. Um, probably not. It might be. I don't know. I'm even thinking, do I go running back even at all in the first round, even in the second round? Do I just try I to stack up as many wide receivers as possible? I, I, I don't know. I, I, to be honest with you, I have absolutely no idea how to draft in fantasy football. <laughs> Listen, that's where you just pick the app, which or is you, the ironic part of it. That's where you just look at the app, or um, you know, if you do. Uh, I know we're on ESPN. I know when we're on Yahoo, it usually has like if you're doing the draft on their live on your computer, it usually has okay projected next, projected next, projected whatever. Yeah. That's where I, you know, sometimes I'll I'll just kind of pick. All right, who is it projecting? All right. I don't necessarily take the next best, but I'll take, like, right. you know, who I think. Because some of their projections are a little out there. We have a snake draft, too. Oh, yeah. Which is, un- it's good if you're last. Because if you last, you get two picks right in a row. Well, that's why I I think, and even the park one is a snake draft. On those drafts, on snake drafts, I feel like if you're picking in the middle of the round, like if it's a 14-team league and you're picking, like, six, seven, eight, yeah. you're kind of screwed. Yeah. Because you're not picking high enough to get like the super high end talent, and then at the tail end of the draft, you're it's not like you're picking like 14th, so you're going to get like the 14th and 15th best player potentially, right? Like you're, you, or you might get somebody who falls, where you got to wait for the top end of the draft to get to you, then you got to wait for all of the bottom end, then you got to wait for the bottom end again, and then it comes to you. Yeah. So, it. I mean, it's going to be fun. Yeah. It. It. it It'll be interesting. You know, I'm not projecting myself to win. All listen, Ed, the 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 bar has been set there. Already Just, projecting himself not to win. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I won on a fluke last year, complete fluke. Anybody who was at that draft can tell you that I looked like a deer in headlights. <laughs> hey, you are right now one for one, which is. Shock. The only thing I think the only say I had is like I wanted to get Tyreek Hill and I wanted to get I was going to pick up Russell Wilson. But then they're like, no. And then the only quarterbacks I could get at that time, I was just like, I I like Joe Burrow. I was like, I have a gut feeling he'll do well. He was a steal. Oh, my gosh. He he blew us up, like giving us 80 points in a game. And I forgot who else we had at quarterback. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I was going to say we had Jackson and then (laughs) I never played him. No. I never played Lamar Jackson, period, which is – I feel like I need to pick up Josh Allen if he's a possibility just because of the name of my team. He's another one. I wonder 
he might be one of those where if you're picking like 13, 14, you can get the highest receiver and then Josh Allen. Like, right. but, but again, I wonder if he's going to drop even that far. No, I doubt it. I, I think, and again, you don't pick quarterbacks in the first, whatever. I, he might be one. I tell you what, if I'm picking like eight or nine, even 10, I might just go with Josh Allen. If if, like, if if Josh Allen is on the board when I have a chance, I will take him. Depending on you, know, I was going to say how high are you? Ta- are you taking him one overall? Oh, very well, very well could. Really, if yeah. you got the number one pick, in fact, Matt should be Matt Johnson. I believe is uh, maybe by next week or by this weekend we should know our draft order. Oh, really? I think he's gonna he he randomizes it. Um, so I think he's working on getting that out soon. Um, but, uh, you would pick Josh Allen if you had first overall? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, because, like, I attribute it to hockey, and I know hockey's a little different, because you pick every player individually. Every player. Like, in football, you don't pick one defensive player, you pick a defense. In hockey, you pick defensive players. When I had the first overall pick, I picked, uh, Connor McDavid. Like that. Yeah. He's the best player. You pick the best player. Football, all this, like, bullshit about talking about, like, oh, you can't pick, like, a quarterback in the first round. Like, because, like, all, like, these ethically, like, set standards. No. If if I see Josh Allen and I'm just, like, I know he can throw the ball and I know he can run it sometimes. Everybody makes mistakes. I'm going to pick Josh Allen. <laughs> that is true. And, I mean, their offense was lighting it up, and their offense it looks like it's going to light it up again this year. If he scores three touchdowns in a matter of like a minute thirty, like yeah, okay. I think uh, I don't know. I think definitely if I'm picking outside the top five, I'm snagging him. I think if I'm outside the top five, I'm snagging him. If I'm picking like one, two, three, or four, I don't know. I don't know because I. It seems like in years past, there's always been. That definitive number one pick. Like, it used to be back in the Ezekiel Elliott was, oh, if you get number one, you're taking Ezekiel Elliott. Then for a while, it was uh, uh, Barkley from uh, the Giants. Then for a while, it was Christian McCaffrey. Then, bef- you know, it was, but it was always that that top end running back. I don't feel like Brady has ever been, like, a top one pick, though. I don't think he ever has been. Like, number one overall? Well, I mean, like, in the sense of, like, I don't people. Oh, the top quarterback picked? Yeah. I don't know, but I know the only time I ever had Brady on any one of my fantasy teams, this was going way back, that was the year that he got knocked out, like, what, game one, game two of this, uh, for oh, yeah. back in New England, and he didn't play down the rest of the season. Um, that was the only time that... You picked so, up Brady. Maybe I'll pick him again just to see that he gets <laughs> knocked out again. Honestly. But, I mean, this is this is a two-quarterback league. Yeah. Right? But well, you can you've got to keep one, you've got to keep one on the bench. Or are we starting? We're not starting two quarterbacks, are we? No, but you're allowed to have two quarterbacks yeah. in this well, you league. You can technically have as many as you want. I think. No, you can only play one. Or are we only allowed be- one bench? We're only allowed one bench per position. Uh, okay, see, so that's a little different with ours. Uh, yeah, that's park. how this was this this past year. So you were able to have like uh, another court, like two quarterbacks, two. Or a couple wide receivers because you know you can play more than one one flex and then defense you can have a separate, but you're only allowed to have two quarterbacks. You're not playing them at the same time. Yeah, 
I would not pick Brady. I would pick either. I would pick Josh Allen and Joe Burrow again. I think Allen's going to light it up. And Allen's different, though. And quarterbacks like Allen and Jackson. and Jackson uh, you know, shit the bed for us. I know. But those those are quarterbacks, though, that I think Allen, if you did pick him one, two, three, like in the top three or one overall, I think you could justify it. Not that anybody has to justify it. I mean, it's your team. You can exactly. pick whatever the hell you want. Yeah. You could pick a punter in the first round if you want. I mean, that's... But um, I think you could at least say, hey, listen, I know he's going to get me, you know, 250 to 300 yards passing game. He's probably going to get me at least one or two touchdowns uh, passing per game. He's probably going to get me 50-plus yards in running per game, and he might even get me one or two rushing touchdowns a game. Right. He's probably going to get me at least I'm getting a guy that's going to guarantee me at least 20-plus points a game. He's got a good ball security thing, too, because especially in this league, I think interceptions go against you. Yeah, interceptions and fumbles. Yeah, so, like, he's got good ball security. Yeah. You don't look at a person like, I don't know, I can't think of a quarterback, like Sam Darnold, for example, that, like, throws interceptions more than touchdowns. Yeah. Or like a Nathan Peterman. I wonder if anybody's picked Nathan Peterman. You know, maybe on the last pick, if I'm picking like the He's not last overall, anymore. you can't. Did he officially retire? I don't. I think he. I think he officially retired, but he didn't make an announcement. Really? Well, he was with. Was he still with the Raiders last year? Probably. I thought he was still bouncing around somewhere. Nah, dude, he's gone. I was gonna say if I had like the last overall pick, like last, you know, seventh round, eighth round, fourteenth round, however many rounds there are. I might consider just picking him as a joke. No. That would be a waste of a pick. True. But, um, no, it's uh, it's going to be fun. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm excited and or stressed. Yeah. I know there's one, and you remember Bill from yep. Park. Yep. We had one of our playoff games. This was, I think, the first round of the playoffs. This was probably three or four years ago. It was his only player that he had left. I was winning by, like... I don't know, three points. The Steelers had um it was they were down to like their last play. They needed to win the game. He all, all he had left was Juju Smith Schuster. They threw it to Juju Smith Schuster. I figured it out where he needed he needed Juju to get the catch and I think like I think it was the catch and like fifteen or sixteen yards and he would have beat me. Juju gets the catch, and he gets 14 yards. Oh. I'm looking like, and Bill, of course, is texting me, and we're texting the group all the, during or whatever. He, he, I beat Bill by point two points. That's Not two points, by 0.2 right. points. That's so infuriating. I would have been <laughs> pissed. <laughs> So bad. And I love Bill, and Bill took it like a champ or whatever, but Bill's just like, you could tell it's one of those <laughs> where you go to shake the guy's hand, and you're like, you know, good game, congratulations. You, you are, But in, in your in your mind, you're like, I'm sure he was probably cussing me out. And oh, I would be cussing at I would have been too. But, um, no, it was that was the closest closest playoff game, closest game possibly that I've ever been in. Yeah. Oh wait, no, I can't look at it because it was on your account back in Yeah, this was back on this was back on Yahoo. I'll see if I can find it. 
This would have been, I want to say, the 2018-19. Yeah, uh, 2019 season, I think. No, 2019 I, was, I was trying to look at the, the score totals of our last season. Oh, the finals, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't find it because it's on your account, not mine. Um, but, yeah. Now, according to my name, I should probably get Josh Allen, but, you know, I won't cry if I don't. There's a couple of other quarterbacks I have my eye on. Yeah. Well, I mean, Josh Allen, definitely, if you're looking at if you're looking at position, Allen, quarterback, I would want. Quarterback who can run, so he yeah. kind of is a double threat. Yeah. Um, if Jackson's going to be healthy, I wouldn't mind taking him, but I don't think he's going to hold up. Um, running back, I don't know. You know who I you know who I would love as maybe like a second running back, and I'm pretty sure I could probably pick him up in the later rounds, like fourth, fifth, maybe even later. James Cook. Yeah, I could see. I that. think James Cook. I don't think he's going to have a ton of carries. I think he's gonna he's gonna have thirty five plus catches this year. I think, especially in a, if you're looking at uh, points per reception league that we have. I think he's going to get you a good amount. He might even be over 50 catches this year. Like, I think he's going to get a good amount of receptions out of the backfield. Um, I don't think he's going to take a ton of carries away from Singletary. Um, I don't. Unless don't, Singletary just does don't awful. Pick, don't pick Singletary. You know what, though? Towards the end of the year last year, I, I forgot who got hurt. I desperately needed a running back. I picked him off of waivers for the Park Camp League. And he was getting me anywhere between, he was getting me at least 10 points a game. He was getting anywhere from 10 to 20 points a game, which was huge for just a free agent pickup. I had, I had a great, I had a great running back that, you know, one day, (laughs) one day I wake up and he's not on the sheet anymore. And I was like, what happened? And I, I thought he was still hurt. And I found out you dropped him and then. You know, I was like, "Well, Delvin Cook is still injured for the for the Vikings, so why did you get rid of his backup?" I thought Delvin Cook had come back from injury, and I didn't. So I, who did I? I forgot who I picked up. I don't know, but the other guy you picked up was sucky. But I wanted to pick up somebody else, and so I dumped Matheson, and um, I pick I picked up. Who did I pick up? Um. Might have been Singletary. I might have picked up Singletary because he was doing well for me for the other league. I don't know, but it was. A stupid but then you ended up getting Matheson back, didn't you? Yeah, I instantly went on the waiver wire, and I was just like, "I need him back. I need this guy back because he's <laughs> doing that, well." That was like one of the I don't know. All last season, I think I made I don't know five <laughs> moves total, like maybe five moves and five lineup. Change like that's counting lineup changes, dropping free like that's counting everything. I'm not gonna lie, I was pretty much a silent majority owner last year. Basically, all you're just like, I got a ring. That's all that matters. That's right. <laughs> Didn't do any of the work. Nope. Nope. <laughs> it's so funny. I was just like, I wake up and I was like, I'm pretty sure I I I I. I had him on this team. And then I was like looking around and I see him on free agency. I'm just like, what happened? Uh, we'll call that our coming get hot segment. That was a long segment. That was, that was, uh, oh, before I forget, did you know, did you know about this Michelin star rating for restaurants? Oh, God, yeah. I just found out about it. Listen, I've only been to one Michelin star restaurant in my life. How many stars did they have? One? 
Uh, you can only get one, can't no, you? No, you can have three. Well, I don't know what. Uh, There's only 136 three-star Michelin restaurants in the world. I don't know how many stars. I know it at least had one. I don't if it had two, three, whatever. I have no idea. But when we were in Switzerland, this was three years, uh, 2018, 2019. Um, myself, uh, my Vicky and Sarah, we went up there for vacation. Um, in Switzerland, the hotel, we decided to go to their Michelin star restaurant. I thought what I was eating before was food, but nothing compared like everything compare if you compare this restaurant to what I was eating before, it was like I was eating dog food really? before. I mean, this restaurant made I mean, oh my god. I had um I had uh what did I have? I had some like the a beef or steak or something. It just like I don't even think I had to chew. Like it, <laughs> it just literally melted. just melted. I mean, everything was just Amazing! It was like I'm not gonna lie. I cried a little bit when I saw the bill, but oh, holy god, it was god. expensive, wasn't it? It was expensive, but man, was it worth it! Like it was just out of this world. I didn't know. Like, yeah, like this was at the Birkenstock Spa. Okay. And, oh my god, it was just. It was good. It was. I didn't want to eat ever again. Like anything that I've ate today, it was one of those things where like it's so good. Anything else you do, it's just not going to measure up. Yeah. It's just not going to measure up. And again, I don't know. This might have only been a one star. Yeah. I, I I thought they was just you get the Michelin star. That's it. No, I didn't realize there were multiple. So Michelin one star Michelin is like if it's on your way, like say wherever you're traveling. If it's on the way, it's worth the stop. Two stars, you need to make a detour, and then three stars. It doesn't matter where you are. You have to go to this restaurant, and that's a trip alone. Well, then this might have been three. This must have been three because this was, like, amazing. <laughs> well, even the one stars, though, like, restaurants, like, fight so hard to get one star. Oh, yeah. I know it's very prestigious to get to get even one or yeah. to get a Michelin star rating. Yeah. Um, but, like, who would have thought Michelin? I found this out from the Two Bears 1K podcast. Tom's, <laughs> I heard Tom Segura talking about it, and I was like— I didn't know Michelin themselves had, like, a star rating for restaurants. You know, the Michelin man, you know, the tires. Well, like, you— That you, can't be where it comes from, though. It can't be the same company. It is. Get out of here. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. I just thought—I knew—I've heard Michelin before, been to the Michelin restaurant, but I didn't think it was actually— Yeah. The Michelin stars are from the Michelin tire company. <laughs> See, I did not know that. Exactly. That's fantastic. So, like, you're sitting there, like, you always hear, like, five-star restaurants and stuff like that. And then I was just like, Michelin stars, one of those. <laughs> yeah. No, and this, like I said, this made a, and I've been to a couple five-star restaurants with Vicky. This makes those look like like McDonald's. Really? Oh, so man. Even, was it the experience as well as the food? The experience was. Like, is it like a show along with food? Or is it just more of, like. Or not I mean, show, but presentation. Yeah, the presentation, everything. Everything. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like one of those showy hibachi places or whatever. Right, 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 right. No, but yes, presentation, um, the atmosphere in the hotel, the waiter, like the waiting staff, like everything was just, like, if a five stars, like, you know, right here at shoulder level, this is, like, way above high, really? head level. Like, it's a noticeable difference. Like, I'm not going to lie. 
even just walking in, I just turned to my wife. I'm like, yeah, I don't belong here. <laughs> you walk in, you automatically owe like 120 bucks, and you're just like. But, man, it was too die for and in fact here's how and my wife's been to many more um fancy restaurants than i have she's you know i'm not sure if this was her first michelin star restaurant it might have been but she's been to like four or five star dining way more than i have she's cultured me up you know but um this is how like high like she wasn't even like we're sitting there you know how at the end of a at the end of a meal you pretty much wait for the waiter to come give you a bill or We're sitting there like they just kept bringing out like course after course after like this after that. Um, And after our final core, like we're sitting there kind of waiting for like the bill to come. And it turns out like they're waiting for us to go over and ask and pay the bill. Like that's how like apparently I don't know if maybe it was just this place. Yeah. But we, like, they're kind of, and it was towards the end. Like, we were one of the last tables left. Like, it, we we got in towards the end. I think it was, we actually sat down, like, around 637. So by the time we left, we were the only people there. And I think the waiters, the waiting staff or the kitchen staff or the, the staff there were kind of getting pissed off at us because we weren't coming up to get our bill until finally, like, after, I don't know, 15, 20, 25 minutes of just, not twiddling our thumbs, yeah, but kind right. of like sipping our coffee, like really slowly, be like, all right, where's the bill? Where's yeah, the yeah. bill? One gentleman comes over. He's like, you know, um, you know, Mr. Mrs., you know, if you're ready, you can walk over anytime and get the bill. And we're kind of look like, oh, sorry. We thought, we thought we were like, sorry, we didn't, you know, mean to piss you guys off. And they were fine. It was just like, oh, so we went over, paid our bill. And right. I cried. And, <laughs> You've been like, I'd rather have waited. <laughs> but it was awesome. Like, it was Sounds pretty good. And even some of the stuff that came down, I'm looking at my wife. I'm like, this looks fantastic, but how do I eat it? Right. <laughs> you, you don't want to, like, ruin the presentation. I'm more of the trashy kind of person. Like, I went to a hibachi restaurant when we were on the cruise. And you know how they make, like, that huge thing of fried rice for people? Yeah. Um, there's, like, six of us. Okay. Each of us got like a cup. He well, no, he said it was about six cups of rice. Okay, that he made, and it's huge for about six people. Uh, we're so we're sitting there, and you know we're all we all get our little dish and stuff. And he said, if you ever want more rice, just say, um, like. I don't know something stupid like he was like yummy yummy or like something like that <laughs> so me and my buddy Jake are sitting there and we're like yummy yummy so like he gives us another serving and it's getting to the end of the the service and he's just like we still have a lot of rice here does anybody want any more and nobody at the table said yes so me and Jake said like yeah we'll take it so out of six cups of rice Two of us ate a total of four cups of rice. Eat. Like, are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We just and they're all looking at us after eating our own like salad, soup, main course, one cup of rice, two cups like are of our own servings, and then two added on. Man, 
Yeah. To the point where, like, I physically felt sick. <laughs> but it's like, I love that. I love fried rice, number one. And number two, it's a waste of food. That's true. So, like, you know, I feel like if I was in a Michelin star restaurant and I'm with somebody that just, like, can't eat the food, I'd be like. Oh, no. I'm, like, I'm not going to lie. If they weren't <laughs> eating their food, I would. I, I would care. Like, if, I'd be like, come on. Pour it on. <laughs> like, I'd be the guy with, like, the huge plate and people are like. I'm so full. I'm like, bypass them, come to me. Yeah. And it's not even, at, at this place, it won't even be for the fact of wasting food. We're like, no, 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 that's just too good. Like, come on, give me it. I don't care what it it's is. It's too expensive, too expensive. You know, here's how, here's how good it was. I'm a little, like, I've got a nut allergy, so I'm allergic to peanuts, uh, tree nuts. If there was nuts on there, I still would have been like, no, 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 give it to me. I'll eat it. <laughs> Whatever. I, I'll, I'll take, the, I'll take the, the shot afterwards. I'm cool. Just, just come on. you have a nut allergy? I do. I'm allergic to, pe- like, peanuts, uh, Almonds, tree nuts, peanut butter, like all that, all that stuff. Like hard, hard nut allergy. Like I mean, if if I sat there and ate a few, you know, uh, a few peanuts or whatever, I, you know, I'd throw up. You know, the I'd get that itchy sensation. My throat wouldn't like close all the way. Right. But I'm pretty sure if I kept like eating, you know, what about sitting near it? Like, are you one of those freaks that like not freaks? I'm sorry, I shouldn't say freaks. Or are you like one of those people that like you can't? be around it at all or you just can't eat it no i mean the smell i'm not gonna lie the smell bothers me not so much that it makes me sick but i'm just like like i don't i don't like the smell of it but no if i like if if you've got a jar of open peanut butter here or whatever and are sitting there eating it i'll be fine what if it touches you other than consuming (laughs) that i'll break out in hives not not a ton but i will break out in hives in fact this is how bad – this is how – I don't want to say the school, the name, whatever, but I went to Catholic school for kindergarten and first grade. This is how mean my first grade teacher was. Again, I'm not going to say the name. We were – you know how sometimes in elementary school you make those bird feeders, whatever, where you got like a roll of toilet paper. You put on some peanut butter yeah, or yeah, something, yeah, yeah. put on the bird seed. So we were making those, and right off the bat, I raised my hand. I was like, you know – Again, not going to say her name, but like, Miss, I'm allergic to peanut butter. She looked at me dead in the face. You're not eating it. You're putting it on the paper roll. You'll be fine. I mean, she's right. So 15 minutes into it, 10 minutes into it, as I'm like spreading up, my hands like blew up, like looked like lobster claws red, yeah. like just like exploded. And I walked over. Miss, and she took one look at my hands and like screamed and like ran me down to the nurse. And she's as she's taking me down to the nurse, she's yelling at me, "Why did you wait this long? Why didn't you tell me?" And I'm like a first grader. I'm like, "I, I, I, I sorry. I, I said I was allergic to peanut butter. It's always your fault in the Catholic schools." <laughs> but I'm looking. I'm like, like nowadays, I'm like, "Are you kidding?" If I would have done that to a kid, you know how quickly I would have been fired? Oh, yeah, 100%. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's a private school. They can do whatever they want, really. Uh, no, nowadays, I don't even think that we could have gotten a rib. Was it a nun? No, it wasn't a nun. Well, I don't know. She wasn't dressed in the nun attire. Um, we okay. didn't have to call her sister, whatever. Okay. Because um, I remember my dad went to a Catholic school with nuns, and they used to hit him. Oh, yeah. They're... <laughs> She he was part of the rulers' days. She wouldn't. She wouldn't hit. Well, she did lightly sometimes. You know, brush it against her, like smack us against the shoulders or whatever. Nothing to hurt, but 
so as a first grader, it hurts. No. But she what she would do is she would get the the big yardstick or whatever, and she would smack it on your desk or on yeah. the back of the chair yeah. just to make that big crack. Yeah. Um, no, I did not like that first grade. In fact, and this was as a first grade student. Um, I think out of, you know, a typical school year, 180, 188 days, I probably had detention, I don't know, 135, 150 days. Like I was always, always like getting Like justified detention. detention or no? Sometimes, yes. Sometimes, yes. Sometimes Some, a little exaggerated. I, I think some, she just hated me. She did not like me, um, but yeah, there was one time where I usually, and usually it was like five minutes, ten minutes, or whatever, but I remember there were a few times where I had to stay after like an hour, hour and a half. One time, and our school day for got done at like 2.45, 3 o'clock, I had to stay in detention until 5.30 as a first grader. Like, I'm just looking, and it was one of those things where I'm writing and if I like I coughed, ten more minutes. <laughs> like I'm just like like okay. borderline is a like breaking down, ready to cry. But, like I just want to go home. <laughs> you are home. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was gonna get to that point where I was gonna have to sleep there. No, I've never. I never got detention that young. And I, I should also say I have nothing against the Catholic schools. I just remember my dad like telling me horror stories. But that's just it. We I switched to a public school starting in second grade. And it was and like night and day. I never, I, I shouldn't say never, but from second grade on to 12th grade, I think I had maybe a total of four detentions. Right. Like maybe. Right. I, I mean, they're just more strict there. Just more strict. And I think when they focus on somebody, and obviously she had her focus on me, like, you're done. Yeah. Like, you're done like dinner. Yeah. I mean, and and I'm look. I just remember looking at other, like, some of my other friends and they would get away or do the same thing that I was doing, and they wouldn't get so much as a yelled at. But by like by October, November, December, like well into the school year, it was just one of those like she'd look at our cursive writing. Yep. If my cursive writing wasn't good enough, detention. Yep. Like, like what? Is, like just leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but like, oh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, I never got detention. Um, but like we had one, I don't know if this was first grade or not. And I don't know, I don't know if it was this instance or in kindergarten that I led like a, not a coup, but like some sort of like questioning authority kind of thing. Did you lead like a walkout at your school? Were you one of those kids? (laughs) We're going to walk out at 1215. Everybody we're doing a walkout. No. So I think in kindergarten, I think one time my teacher left the classroom for a very, very brief period of time. And in that time, I think I got everybody to get on their desks and dance. <laughs> um, I think. What grade was this? Kindergarten. And uh, <laughs> and then I think in first grade, we had, I think this was first grade, we had three different cards. She would give us a green card, and the green card would be like, oh, we're doing something good, and we could turn that in for a prize. A yellow card means we were like, supposed to talk to her we did something somewhat bad but we were basically it basically is like you're being watched and a red car was like you are getting a call to your parents well one time the way the school is set up is like we all have to wait at the door at the end of the day and our teacher would have to take us to the buses well i'm a very impatient person 
And I, I don't know, I don't know truly if this was me or not, but the way I think it was is like I a bunch of us I basically led the rest of the class out the door to the buses by myself. And the morning we get back, like the next day, we all come in, every desk is littered with red cards. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that was my um that was your introduction to soccer. Uh, yeah, basically. <laughs> that was my introduction to soccer and like how to lead a revolution 101, I guess. <laughs> now, did you notice like the rest of the year was your teacher like did, was she always kind of not necessarily picking on you, but always kind of like, hey, Matt, like, where are you? Like, Matt, what are you doing? Kind of. She would send me to my desk to sit and, like, this was her fault. I, was, um, I mean, I'm not going to say her name, but this was her fault. She, she to, to punish me from, because we were all sitting there on, like, the carpet, because back in elementary school, you had, like, those carpets you sit on. She was giving us instructions of what to do something, and I wasn't listening, so she was like, Matt, go sit to your desk, and I went to go sit at my desk, and she was like, put your head down. I put my head down, and then, like, 45 minutes later, I woke up, and I blatantly fell asleep, and I, I went up to her, I was like, I don't know what we're doing. She's like, well, it's your fault for, for, uh, for putting your head, for, like, falling asleep and stuff, and I was like, but you told me to put my head down. Like you can't tell me to put my head down and not exactly. Go to like, sleep. I passed out. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, I, I, I. So you know, maybe I, I didn't. She was an old teacher. She was one of those older ladies. So like, she's just like, I freaking hate my job. Like, yeah. these kids. It's not like it was back in the seventies. Oh, I'm telling you. I feel like maybe every teacher says this or whatever. The previous generation. Can you imagine being like a teacher in the 80s and even the early 90s? No. Like, I would just, part of me would think it would be like ridiculously fun. The other part of me would be like, this could get like a little rough. Like, this could yeah. be kind of really like a little too chaotic. Yeah, I mean, every decade, I think. Has but I mean, as a phys ed teacher, though, those were back in the days where. Whatever. If a kid got hurt, you send them to the nurse. There was no filling out like thirty-five different yeah, forms. Yeah, yeah. Like if if like in our case, say we were like running a class or something. They're like, oh, little Johnny broke his femur playing fo tackle football in the gym. Like we would like the, the maybe maybe the principal would be like, what are you doing? We're like, it's our football unit. He got tackled. He broke his. And the guy's like, okay, yeah, that, that's it. That is as much as if anything, it's never our fault. <laughs> Because we're just like, we're just playing football. Nowadays, though? Nowadays, we're like, why are you playing football on the hard on the hard floor? Why are you playing football at all? Why is it tackle? Why is it not too on touch? Why aren't you watching it? Where were you? What were you doing? Fill out these sheets. like. And this is all just if, you know, little Johnny hurts his pinky finger yeah. because he caught the football that was thrown too hard by somebody. Yeah. Why are you using real footballs? Why aren't you using foam footballs? You're like... Are these footballs age appropriate? Yeah. Where is this in your lesson plan? Where is this in your scope and sequence? What, what, what part of the of the of the? I was like, oh my god! Your gosh. curriculum says that you should be done with flag football two hours ago. Why did you go an extra two hours in flag football? Exactly, maybe because it's fall and football season, and it's relevant and it helps me teach more sports relevancy. I'm sorry. Speaking of sport sport relevancy, though, um, we do have the the match coming up in two weeks. That is a great transition. Know, right? Were you practicing that one? That no, was not at all. That I, was fantastic on the transition. I, I think off the cusp. Listen, 
the match. I'm so looking forward to this. Um, that, of course, is July 30th. We're going to be live from Greedy Acres. Well, I don't know about live, but we'll be taping it live. We'll be doing it live. And there's going to be more than just us people there. Listen, this is catching on big time. And um, we're we're going to, it's called Greedy Acres, but this is uh, Rob Udy. His, uh We're going to be at his house in uh, Wilson. He's got a tennis court in um, in his, at his house, at his yard. And Rob is going to be playing Mark Santangelo. Um, they were here's a little backstory on the match. So back in the day when we were all at high school, I think it started probably like 10th grade, 11th grade, maybe even earlier than that. We would uh, myself, Mark, Rob, um, Chris Mitro, who won't be there. Unfortunately, he's going to be out of town with his family on a family vacation. Ronnie Anderson, Chris Matice, um, sometimes a few others. We would all, you know, ride our bikes, walk, whatever, over to Hyde Park and we would have like tennis tournaments. You know, we would set up like single draws. Sometimes we did random draws. Sometimes we, you know, I think eventually Mark or Rob, one of us had us like ranked, you know, in our rankings. But it was now when I say tournament, it was a tournament in a sense where, okay, you know, you win, you move on, you lose, you play or whatever. And High Park, I think he had like six or seven courts. So once you got kicked out, you know, you can go over and play someone else. But when I say tournament, we all knew that even if it was six of us, seven of us, eight of us, ten of us, we all knew who the final was going to be. It was going to be Mark versus Rob because by far they were the best players out there. It would be like if every NFL season was like going forward from here on out was the Bills and the Chiefs and then uh, Jacksonville – Houston, New York Jets, uh, Pittsburgh, like all the bottom dwellers in every conference. Like if that was just every tournament, every game, you pretty much knew, all right, it was going to be Buffalo and Kansas City in the championship. Like every – there would be an occasional time, an occasional time. um, I think I got to the finals once. I think – I don't know if I just got lucky as hell or Rob just felt bad for me and maybe let me be. I never won the I finals. Say you got easily dispatched. I, I, I never won the finals. If I think I one time in the finals, I played Mark and got destroyed. Um, maybe Rob, maybe the reason I got to the finals is Rob couldn't make it that day or something. Yeah. But um, I had the flu. But it was usually, um, I would usually end up playing Meech in the first round. Ronnie would usually play uh, Matice or vice versa, somewhere in that rotation. But it was always, the draws were always set up inevitably that Rob would face Mark. And back in those days, Mark usually got the better of Rob. Um, Mark was, and we we played tennis together. Mark was our first singles player. Rob was our either second or third singles player. Um there would be sometimes Rob would get stacked down to doubles. But Mark was usually the top dog. Um, I'd say, and, and they're going to be with us next week to do their media day representation so they can clarify this. But I'd say overall, I'd say Mark probably won at least, I'd say, 70, 75% of the time with his yeah. be- heads-up battle with Rob. Rob has gotten significantly better. Like they both played, they both played college tennis. Rob, uh, they both played their freshman year. Where Mark played his freshman year at Canisius with Rob, and then Rob went on to play all four years at Canisius. Mark ended up transferring to UB, UVA. 
I don't think he played tennis for them. But um, Rob, to this day, is still pretty competitive and and plays pretty high-level tennis. Mark's a dad. (laughs) Mark... Mark does. Mark's still in pretty good shape, but I don't think Mark's in tennis shape. I, I have a feeling that this is going to be a no competition. I Rob's already. In fact, I don't know if you saw my latest post where I I posted the video on yeah. my Facebook on the stories from the sideline Facebook of Rob literally warming up with a beverage in his hand while he's hitting his you know he's hitting his warm up shots, getting ready. Go to the stories from the sidelines. You'll see it. It's posted there. Rob's getting right. Rob, Rob's just already proclaiming it's going to be six zero six one. He's going to let Mark win one game, um, but the so it's going to be a battle. But we also got some undercard battles. Uh, Ronnie Anderson and Chris Matice are going to be the undercard battle. Uh, there's also talk that they might do a doubles match. Um, they're trying to get me on the court. I don't know if that's going to work. Um, I know you and I have talked about playing. Um, if need be, I if need play. be, um, I think what might happen is, you know, spoiler alert, if I get pulled onto the court, I might all of a sudden have like a calf injury or like pull a hammy real quick. I swear. <laughs> I swear to you, if you like back I, out, I will. I talked about maybe doing like a mixed doubles type of deal um, where you get a double. If we do the mixed doubles type of deal. I already, I uh, Megan Doyle has already said she'd be willing to be my partner. So if we do like maybe a mixed doubles, um, I don't have a partner. That's what I mean. You'd have to find a partner. Does your girlfriend play tennis or not really? No, there's no way I could get her to do it. I was gonna say if you can find, maybe we can do a mixed doubles. I don't know how good Megan is, but um, she's probably at my level. But you know, maybe we can do a mixed doubles type of deal if we can figure that out. You know, Mark and Rob have said that they'd be willing to do the announcing. While we do that, but I think I might have an injury that day. <laughs> so, um, we'll see. But I know for sure we got undercards. Uh, Chris Matice and Ronnie Anderson, I believe they're going to be our opening match. Then I believe it's going to be a doubles match where we'll have um, Chris Matice and Rob Udy versus Ronnie Anderson and Mark Santangelo. Um, both those matches, the singles and the doubles, will be just one. Whoever wins the first set, it'll be winner take all in the first set. And then we're going to get to our main event, Rob versus Mark, a best of three sets. Rob's already, again, saying 6 um, It's going to be a lot of fun. You and I will be there. We'll be doing the uh, the color commentary, the the podcast. And through Rob has posted this on his Facebook site. We've got um, comments on our stories from the sidelines. And I didn't realize this until last week. Or until a couple days ago when Rob posted his his video on his Facebook, there might be a good amount of people that are going to be there to watch. Like, we've got uh, comments where more from the class of 98 Niagara Falls High School representing a lot of people like, oh, my God, can I come and watch? I'm going to be there. Like, don't start without, like, it looks like we're going to have a de- – we could have a decent amount of fans out there. So we'll have some fan interaction. Um, Not our fans. Not our fans. Hey, they'll become our fans of stories for the sidelines. But it's, uh, I, th- I think it's going to be fantastic. Old rivalries never die. And it's not even like they were old rivalries. They were teammates. Right. I mean, they were teammates in high school. They you're were ma- teammates. You're making it into a rivalry. They, this, this all started from when. Weren't in, they, didn't each one of them singly like call when, each other out? When we had 
uh, you weren't you were there when we had Rob on there, but you yeah. were not there when we had when Mark came on the podcast. Oh, and this man. all kind of started when Mark. I just happened to make a quick comment, like, "Oh, you and Rob should play again." Mark, who claims that Rob's better than him, you know, we rehashed old times. Mark kind of started the fire, you know, stoked a fire a little bit. And then, of course, when Rob came on with us, he wasn't shy to kind of pick the ball up and running. Then about a month ago, because Mark lives now in, um, uh, was it Washington? I think he lives in Washington, D.C. He lived overseas for a long time with his company. They moved him overseas for a few years. He's back, but then they're coming um, back in town from the 27th, 26th through the 31st or, or 1st sometime in August. And the second, you know, on our on our text, the second he, uh, Mark said what dates he's coming back, Rob instantly stoked the fire. We've got to have a tennis match. Larry, you're putting this on your podcast. Okay. Cleared it with Matt. He said, you know, he's going to lend us some stuff. He's going to set us up. And it kind of just snowballed from there. So a little bit of a trash talking, but I think it's going to be fantastic. We'll see. Did you ever have those teammates, though, that you played with where you're just, whether it was in a one-on-one drill, whether it was just shootouts, whether it was whether it was soccer or not, or even during uh, whatever other sport, whether it was pickup, where you just kind of had that that little back-and-forth rivalry with or the, the, the trash talking, even though it was a teammate? No, not really. Really? Yeah. There were a few teammates throughout the years where I would always try to get the better of them. They would always try to get it better than me. It was always kind of like uh, a game of one-upsmanship or yeah. something. Like if they if they went out in a game of you know three bar and hit all three bars in like five shots, you had to do it in four shots or three shots. You know, you kind of had to one up your game a little bit. Yeah, I think it's a guy thing. I it one hundred percent is a guy thing. I definitely agree, but. Um, and don't get me wrong, these were all the same group of guys, like Ronnie, uh, Chris Matice, Mark, Rob, Mitro. These were all the same guys that, you know, when we're not outside playing sports, we were usually at Matice's house or somebody else's house playing, playing games, video games. Yeah. And it was the same thing. Like, if it was Bond, I hated Bond because those guys were so much friggin' better than me. And they, I was always the guy, like, walking around trying to be like, wait, what button do you push? And let alone, by the time I figured it out, I've got five guys, like, just taking me out. Yep. Um, but then when we got to like hockey or football games, you know, I held my own and usually won those until Rob found a cheat code in hockey inevitably and would just destroy everybody. But, um, yeah, those were with those guys. It was, it was a big time rivalry and everything that we did. Oh yeah. So you don't see girls doing that. No, (laughs) no. They'll be like, why is this so important? (laughs) Like you don't understand. And yet we don't understand ourselves. We just have that compulsory like feeling to be like, I got, I got to do it. That's why, oh yeah, that's why we have two grown men <laughs> playing a tennis match. Listen, this is gonna be. Uh, I I think it's gonna be fantastic. I think it's gonna be outstanding. And um, you know what? I'm hoping that this has success and we carry this over into other sports. I would love to do something like a uh, the match soccer game where. You get ten people. I get ten people. We have a you know a soccer match or oh, I, I football would, would or obl- basketball. I'd obliterate you in soccer. Really, my team that I could compile would obliterate. You. Now, is this because you feel like you'd be able to get the younger, more talented? 
people? Or is this just because strictly an age thing? But like, there's no more ta- way I can get more talented. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know. I could pull some talent. I, I the old man's. I I've still got some juice left in these legs, so I'd be no pushover. I I <clears> would. Uh, I'd be between the posts. Oh, so we'd have an easy person to shoot at net end. So we'd, we'd you know, all we'd have to do is really get it on net, and then we're scoring. Um, you get the ball away. Now, see, that's that's where. That's where team sports like that, that could be a little tricky. Where like if it's if it's you versus I, but you're just in net and I'm like even if I would let's say we're both in net, at that point it almost comes down to all right, what who compiled who compiled the, the best talent? Yeah. Who can get the best talent? I I don't know for a fact I got I could get the best talent. Now in football, I could also get the best talent. Football I could get some pretty good talent. I Soccer could. Soccer, it depends. If Soccer's I, hard. Soccer would be tough. A lot of the guys that I played with, obviously, a lot of them don't play anymore. Um, I think I would, if I had to tap, I would have to definitely tap into older athletes, like athletes that I've coached before, right? Or even my track athletes, um, or even kids that currently play. Like I'd have, like, hey, listen, uh, coach needs you to come play a little bit here, um. But for football, we could both be quarterbacks. Or maybe not you. I was going to say, I I might be able to do quarterback. I, uh, I, football might be a little more fair of a competition again. Okay. Um, well, I'm always down to try. But this doesn't even have to be, this doesn't even have to be like you compiling a team, me compiling a team. This could also just be like we compile 15, 16, whatever people, and we kind of have a draft to make it fair. Right. But like, all right, you know, we've got 20 people in the draft pool. You pick five, I pick five. You pick 10, I pick 10, whatever. And that way we kind of like eyeball it. Yeah. Down the, but listen, I think this could lead a whole – I'm hoping this goes so well. Right. I know this will go so well. The match series. The match series, you know, where we just do different sports. Hit us up, Netflix. Absolutely. Listen, this is going to be my ticket to early retirement. Where this goes well, this goes viral. We make whatever, you know. But this is gonna be this is gonna be a ton of fun. What would you want the next sport to be if if we continued our match uh, series? Part of me says soccer would be soccer would be fun. I think soccer difficult. I think soccer would be the toughest to get that amount of people because I think if you're gonna do eleven v eleven full time soccer field, I think you're realistically gonna need golf. <laughs> mini golf. I would do mini golf. I don't, there's no mini golf places around here. No more. No. What happened to the one? I, oh, did 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 that Sheridan one close? You mean Monster Mini Golf? Is that what it is? It was. Did that one close? Yeah. Ooh, I feel like mini golf's gone. Golf. I would. That would. I would be a. Then, I would try. Well, but then, then why not football? Football falls coming up too. Football, I, w- I wouldn't mind, and I'm sure we can get Matt and a couple guys from the precinct to kind of come down and do it too. Oh, 100 percent. Um, now, would you want to go? Would you want to go full game, like full eleven v eleven, or are we talking more like six v six, maybe two linemen? Six v six is fine. Quarterback, 
like a wide receiver or two wide receivers with linemen or running back. Yeah. See, that's why I think soccer will be because even if you're going to go eleven v eleven full field, even if you're going to go nine v nine full field, you're going to talk. You're you're going to want at least per team three or four subs. Well, at all, least. Yeah, and also like soccer is much more of a conditioned sport that like you can't just get people off around and be like, hey man, you want to play like and run up and down for forty five minutes. But sometimes those are the best to film because you get like the you get the handful of guys on each team that are like super competitive super in still good shape regardless of the age then you get the other guys who are in so-so they can kind of keep up but then inevitably each team has like, like two Ronaldo, or three the Ronaldo with the gut playing they just they look there like five minutes into the game <sighs> <laughs> I need I need a sub we had one guy that we when I think uh, Mark and I and even Rob a couple times would show up. Our barber Ross uh, from Niagara Falls would get together on Saturdays and have just a pickup games. Right. Saturday we we usually got twenty twenty five thirty people at times to show up. I remember there was this one gentleman. I think it was one of Ross's uh, nephews, uncles, brothers, whatever. The guy, the gentleman was probably, and this was going back years. He was probably in his thirties while we were teenagers. <laughs> he'd run around playing soccer while having a lit cigarette from his mouth. I don't know how this thing never fell out of his mouth, but he would sit there and smoke like, and he probably smoked. We, we would play for probably a good hour plus during the games. We, you know, after maybe 45 minutes, like half, we'd have a halftime, get water, but then we'd go out and play for probably on a good, another half hour. We'd probably play close to a 90 minute game. Yeah. I'd say between the 90-minute game, he would probably go through at least a half a pack. Like, while playing. I'm not talking about, like, sitting on the bench. While playing, while, like, defending. Yeah. And for the most part, ran the whole time. Yeah. It's just like you're def- he's defending you and just, like, takes a cigarette and burns it yeah. on you. And the thing's just kind of, like, dangling from his mouth <laughs> while he's running. I'm, and after a while, we're just, like, I remember a couple times looking at Mark, like, how is that thing not falling? Like not once. How is that guy running? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, no, he was he, he would, breathing through the cigarette. Yeah, he'd be like breathing while like, like I swear <laughs> to God, sometimes it'd be like a train coming down. Like you'd see the smoke like coming up while he's running you down from defense. I really have a picture in my head that I wish I hope is true. It was fantastic. In fact, we'll talk to we'll I'll. Bring this up with Mark next week if he remembers. So I would love to have a soccer game. I don't know how many people we could get together for that, but I think for sure we could do football. Oh, 100%. And I'm so down for football. I think basketball would be the easiest just because low numbers-wise. Yeah. But I'm not that great in basketball. Football, football season's coming up, though, and the fall's I, coming up, so a lot of more people are going to be thinking that way. Absolutely. Listen, I'm already ready to set it up. We'll I'm, talk about I'm ready for a turkey bowl. Let's do it. Now, do you want to? Are we talking like Turkey Bowl, like snow outside, or are we talking like no, no, like good weather? Yeah, good weather. Listen, the Bills are kicking off the NFL season. Do we want to set this up like maybe the the week before that, the Saturday, Sunday before that, and kick off the football season right with yeah. our? Uh... Yeah, I'd be down for that. Listen, Matt Johnson, if you're I'm gonna, listening, I'm, I'm gonna put it. In, I'm gonna put it in the group chat. I was gonna say, send it out now. Um, because Matt Johnson, if you're listening, you're getting a text right now asking about the uh, potential match series for football. Now, would this be something like you and I going at it? Or would this be something like we just pick captains? Would this be something where oh, I, we... I would want to play this? 
Oh, we're playing in it for sure. Oh, okay. We're definitely playing in it. But would it be like Team Matt, or like Team Keo versus Team Monahan, or yeah. would it just be? Yeah, yeah it would be Team Larry versus Team Matt. Okay, okay. Now we we just it's not like okay I picked you know these three guys they're definitely playing with me or do we just get a group of people and draft? I think the most fair way is get a group get a group of people and draft. Yeah, maybe do like the first like almost have like a. Uh, uh, what is called a combine for the first like ten minutes. Everybody's just passing, just so you could see the talent out there. Yeah, we could. I mean, yeah, we could. I'm gonna. I'm putting in the group chat actually right now. What should I say? What should I call it? Just uh, anybody interested in the mat, the football match for. I don't know. You, you're better at words than I am. Um, I think it's fantastic. Obviously, um, we'll get some announcing on there as well, but. Um, I'm down for that. I would love to do hockey, but if we're doing hockey, I'm doing strictly announcing because I look like a I look like a baby deer on skates. Yeah, I like can't, I, I can't, can't skate, skate that, that well. But uh, I think I want I want this to be like a continuing series. But speaking of our match, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a lot of trash talking. I think it's going to be a lot of um, a lot of fun, a lot of interesting back and forth. The tennis might not be that great, but I <laughs> I think everything else is going to be top of the line. And you know what? If we get people out there, and if anybody listening, if you do come out there to watch it at, at Greedy Acres, um, you know, we'll, I'm sure we'll have some fan interaction come out there. Um, I'm hoping it could be a potential, a uh, little bit of a uh, Class of 98 reunion. Um, class of 99, Niagara Falls reunion, 98, 99. We'll get some of the the, the kiddies out there. And I'm anticipating it to be a lot of fun. Um, it's 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 going to be a ball. We'll do a little pregame, a little postgame, a little game time matchup. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, no. Sorry, I'm very focused on how I'm working. Matt, Matt's focused on his texting. Um, while Matt is texting, um, and again, we're not wrapping up the show. We're going to get to our five questions, our hot seat questions at the end. But remember... Um, look for us on Facebook, on Twitter, but also leave comments. Um, if you guys have any ideas for future shows, any guests, if you would like to join us and be a guest on our show, please leave a message in our mailbox or message me directly on Facebook. Um, you can find me on Facebook, connected to Stories from the Sidelines, and we'll do our best to get in contact with you and get you on the show. Um, also anybody looking to advertise, um, please direct, uh, message us on stories from the sidelines and I'm sure we can work out stuff like that. We've had a couple sponsors on our, on, uh, our episodes. I'm going to give another shout out to, uh, uh, Bolify, um, Rich Cadella or, uh, Polly Cadella over there at Bolify. Those, those guys, they are lighting it up. Um, in fact, I was just there a few weeks ago, um, I forgot what uh, bowl I had, but man, was it just ooey gooey good. Um, it was fantastic. I loved it. Um, and it's a great place just to stop by um, and have a quick meal. So, uh, again, give a little special shout out to Bolify. But um, anybody out there wants to leave comments, please let us know how our shows are going, good or bad. You know, we'll take the good criticism right along with the bad criticism. All right. Matt, as you're sitting there uh, 
messaging away. Did you get any responses yet? Did you send it yet? No, not yet. <laughs> Matt, Matt has to read it, edit it, text it, all kinds of stuff. Well, I'm not going to send it until after because I want to read it to you. Ah, okay. All right, but Matt Johnson, look out for that text. It's coming. All right, Matt. Hot seat on the way. Um, okay, obviously, I'm assuming football, big-time Bills fan, favorite team. Hockey, big-time Sabres fan, favorite team. Kind of. Um, in all four major sports, yeah. basketball, football, baseball, and hockey, um, what is not your favorite team? What is your least favorite team you could do you could do one in each sport you could just do this is it for all sports ever do you have one team out there that just like i don't care if they're playing my team or not i just want them to go oh and whatever every year like i just despise them kansas city okay is that just one is that just football or is that one for all of them well i don't like the kansas city royals because they're owned by the individual who i despise Okay. Oh, I thought you were going Chiefs just because you hate Patrick Mahomes. I am going Chiefs. Okay. Patrick Mahomes also has a stake in the hold of Kansas City Royals. Does he really? Yeah. I did not know that. I hate him. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Matt's not a fan of the... uh, I don't even care about baseball. Not a fan of the Kansas City teams in general, the Royals, the Chiefs. For me, and... This might draw some criticism from uh, if anybody's out there listening to our episode and they're going to comment. This might draw some criticism. I I hate the Patriots. They're high on the list. But for me, it's always been the New York Yankees. I I, that's just it, too. I'm I'm not a big baseball fan. Um, I'll watch I'll watch the World Series. Wait, you don't like the Yankees, right? But I hate. The New York Yankees. I do. I mean, I'm a Red Sox fan. See, I wouldn't go that far. I'm not a Red Sox fan. But I don't have, like, I'm, I'm not, like, you know. That's not the reason why I hate the Yankees. I just find baseball boring. I do find baseball. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of it. But the reason, and this goes back many, many years. Like, the reason I always hated the Yankees, and I realize this is kind of an outdated reason because especially most teams in baseball in particular do this type of thing now. I just always felt like in the 90s, in the early 2000s, like New York just went out and bought championships. Like they didn't care about uh, developing their talent. They didn't care about coaching, about this, about that. They just went out and they just bought the highest paid players that they could, even if they weren't like they just would throw money upon money upon money on players and, you know, quote unquote, the evil empire, they just, you know, straight up bought talent. Now, again, I know, um, I guess I would be, I guess I would have considered myself a Boston fan while, like before they broke the curse. Um, just cause that was cool. They were, I guess you'd consider them the underdog, but even then, you know, they started ramping it up and teams really, especially in baseball now started ramping up buying it. But, and maybe that's why I don't like or dislike sports like um, basketball and baseball because yeah. they don't have a salary cap because you're always going to have those teams that are just going to be able to throw money upon money, whereas in hockey and football, you have the salary cap. Like, I'm sure if uh, the higher-end, higher-market teams like the Rams, um, 
New York Giants and Jets, if they if there was no cap, if they wanted to, they could spend sky to the limit because they would be able to afford some of those players that other did. So that's why I just like football and hockey more in general, and because they've got Buffalo teams. It's fair. But no, I've never been a fan of the New York or uh, the New York Yankees. Yeah, never. Yeah, they're like the team the team that wins the most. You just want yeah to not win. And I'd say a little bit. I'd say if I had to choose a close second, it would be Toronto, the Toronto Maple Leafs, or the Montreal Canadiens. But again, just because when Buffalo was good, right? Um, those were like the big time rivals, I guess. Yep. And I'm hoping in the next couple of years, the next year or two, I still think this season. Again, I'm not saying they can make the playoffs, but they should be at least in the playoff hunt this year. It's a little more respectable. They should at least be. We're 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 not. It it shouldn't be like early March, and we're already saying, well, they're in the lottery. Who are they going to pick? Blah blah. Like it should be at least coming down to that last week or two of the season where. If they're not in the playoffs, they're at least like we're. You're at least looking at the standings. Right. Okay. We need to win three games, but we also need um, Washington to lose one or two games. We need this scenarios out there that can get them into the playoffs. Right. I feel that. All right. Question two. What do you got? Um. I don't know if you like country music or not, and I don't really like country music. But what's your favorite artist, country music artist, if you had to pick one? Hmm. I don't hate country music. I just don't I, listen to it. I don't know if I'd say I'm a fan of country music. It's not like one of those where I won't some, go to Taste of Country. I won't go to I won't go out of my way to go to a country concert or Taste of Country. But I also don't it's not like one of those things where, oh my god, turn off country music. I'd say it's, you know, whatever. Um favorite country Don't say Dolly Parton. No. Um or Billy Ray Cyrus. A little achy, breaky heart. I played that all day at <laughs> camp for Country Fair Day to last year to the point where, like, like my boys would be like, Mr. Matt, can you can you play something else? And I was like, yeah, I got you guys. And they're like, thank you. And, and then you hit them with the same song. Oh, yeah. I love it. I played that song all day. That was the yeah. only song I played. Well, that was me in last year when I would always play, uh, I forget what the song of the song. The song of the summer was last year, excuse me. Um, but I played it like over and over. And f- oh, I remember that. I think song. the first week of camp, I played it like in a ten minute, in the in the twenty minute time it, like, span of times in a row. Oh yeah, and I forgot. I always pick a song of the summer to you know to uh, get everybody fired up for, it. <laughs> and it usually gets me hated by week one or two. But whatever it is, what it is. But favorite country singer. Um, I guess it pops into my head. The first one pops into my head. I might go Johnny Cash. The Man in Black. I might go Johnny Cash. Again, a little bit of an old school country. But um, he was more, I don't know, I felt like he was more of like country, but rock and roll. Yeah, he had Mixed other... all in one, but blues. So I'm going to go Johnny Cash. Okay. I'm going to do Kane Brown for like the same reason. Not rock and roll, but like he was a country artist that has more than just country things okay like he he devils and devils he um dabbles dabbles thank you and um rap and other stuff like that okay it's not like a typical like twangy kind of like country music he uses more modern sounds that i appreciate and he 
yeah, he just doesn't. I feel like he's not overly trying to be country. Okay. Like, you know, talking about, like, my blue jeans and my back truck and my sister and uh, my red solo cup and my dog. <laughs> I miss my dog. I miss my dog. I love my sister. <laughs> I got a brand new truck with blue jeans on. It sits right behind my tractor. <laughs> Um, I should have had a beer. Like, I honestly it's just like every every time I hear this music, it's like, oh god. Now it, and I talked about you know Johnny Cash kind of crossing over. You talk. I'm sorry. What was it? Kane. Kane Brown. Kane Brown. All right. I haven't heard of him. But would you consider in that vein? Would you consider Kid Rock country? <laughs> no. Because I was gonna say for a while he had like his his old Southern rock. Country. He's not country. He's an artist that tried to be country. Okay. What about what about Leonard Skinner? Would you consider them country? No, I consider them more f- folkish. More folkish? Well, not in the sense like folk as in like James Taylor folk, but like folk as in like you know they're a rock band, and then they also try to go more folky. Yeah, I think they they definitely stayed true to their southern roots. Oh yeah. But um, not to the extent of being country. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. That might be the most I've thought about country music in a long time. That was the most I've ever thought about country music. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Question three. Hmm. All right. This was kind of a, a an easy one. All right. We're, we're both not. I don't think we hate country. I don't think we really like country. We're mediocre in country. But what's question three? What's your favorite? If you had to pick one style of music that you had to listen to for the rest of your life or the next 10 years or whatever, what's your favorite style of music that you're listening to? Uh, 70s, 80s rock. Some more, your, I guess, would you consider that classic rock? Sure. Okay. Fair enough. I'm going to stay in the same vein, and maybe this is just because I've been watching Stranger Things and like pretty much— uh, It has like an 80s feel. I would say like 80s metal. Type okay. of deal, okay. like Metallica, Megadeth. Yeah. In fact, have you watched Stranger Things? I watched like two episodes. Listen, the only I had never watched this show until I started like four or five days. I'm done with it. I finished season four. Um, I know it yesterday, but the, there's one clip out there on Facebook. In fact, I'm going to give him a shout out, Jeremy Besh, um, who I saw it on his Facebook. Uh, what do you call it? Post page. page. Where it was the scene um, with uh, Eddie, one of the characters, doing a guitar rift yeah. on Masters of Puppets. Did you you know the one I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. After I saw that, and I had no context of like what was going on in the story. Never heard of, yeah. uh, never whatever. I'm like, you know what? I've got to watch. Like that. It was just so good of a scene. So and it it happens where that scene doesn't happen until the last episode of season four. So I'm watching like all season one with that thought and that scene in the back of my head. Right. All of season two, season three, um, but it was just I loved it. But it, it ended up turning to be out. I I really got addicted to the show. I thought it was well written. I thought it built nicely. Um, apparently next season they're only going five seasons, so next season is going to be it. Um, so it'll wrap up next year, or I think it's going to come out next year again. But Stranger Things. So, yeah, but if I had to pick a music, I'd say probably like that 80s, either 80s or 80s metal. It's a good time. 
Absolutely. <laughs> All right, question four, what do you got? Okay, other than, like, you know, orange soda, there's, like, cherry soda, and there's grape soda. Which one do you despise more? Uh, not including mm. orange. Orange soda slaps, but grape soda and cherry soda, I don't understand why they exist. So you don't like either? If I had to pick one, I'd so, despise so... cherry soda more. No, actually, I despise grape soda more. Over cherry? I feel like cherry is more refreshing. I like cherry. See, I'm, I don't mind grape. Um, I like grape juice. I, I like grape like, juice. I don't like grape soda. Grape soda is not bad. If I had to choose, so it was either cherry soda or grape soda. Not just those two. Because orange soda, I feel, is in a higher league than those See, two. I would choose to get rid of orange soda. Why? <laughs> I never found, I found orange soda just, I don't know. It was just more annoying. Like, I just didn't like orange soda. I didn't hate it. But I was never really a, a sun-kissed fan. Now, I, I love orange juice. I love uh, Sunny Delight, all that stuff. Sunny Delights. Yeah, baby. Forgot about um, Or we're going way back, Tang. Ugh. I love Tang. Um, but I've, I don't know, orange soda, I never got into it. But if I had to choose just between cherry and grape of one I hated the most, I'd probably get rid of... Well, is is code red? Is that considered cherry soda? No. All right, then I'd probably get rid of cherry soda. I was gonna say code red is just red. Okay. Because I if I if I ever uh, I'd probably get rid of cherry soda then because if I ever did crave the cherry, I'd just grab a code red. But I don't mind grape soda. Okay. It's it's a change of pace. I was gonna say it's like Gatorade. You just the taste is the color. Now like, purple Gatorade. I hate purple Gatorade. I don't like purple. I, hate purple I, I drink Gatorade. orange Gatorade. That's the only Gatorade I like. See, the only one I'll drink, I'll drink either orange or yellow, or what's it called, lemon, orange or lemon, lemon, lime. lemon lime. Those are the only two I really blue. drink. Blue, blue is called blue. I thought it was glacier or something. That's the lighter color. The darker color is just called blue. Uh, glacier ice. I would if if it's the only one available. I'm drinking. The white. I'll, I'll have the it. white one is white cherry. Yeah, I don't like. What that. is white cherry? It's disgusting. Tastes like cough syrup. <laughs> Um, no, if I had to choose my, if I had to rank my Gatorades, I'd say it's the lemon lime, then the orange, and then, like I said, in a pinch, the glacier ice, or blue, I'm not sure which one. What about, what about fruit punch? No. No. Is that like, is it grape then fruit punch, or fruit punch then grape? Oh, I'd get rid of fruit punch before grape. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I just don't like the grape, or the fruit punch Gatorade. Did you know they have a green Gatorade? Yeah, um, like an apple one. Was it apple? Yeah, I remember seeing it. I thought it was like one of those uh, limited time only deals, like a limited edition flavor or whatever. Maybe. But all right, that was question three, four, four. All right, swearing so question five. Wait, that was question four. Uh-huh. What questions that we do country. Uh, least favorite team, least favorite team, country. The gator or the cherry or whatever. No, no. You came out with one first. Yeah, I came out with the least favorite team. And then you came out with favorite country music, musician. or And then, did I come out with number three? No, I did. 
or no, you said this would be an easy one. And you picked favorite style of music. That's right. And then, then we did. The All right. So we are on number five. Yeah. Come on. I, knew <laughs> I, coming, right? I had an old fart moment there. I had a, I had a geezer moment. All right. Um, question five. Matt, jump in if you got something. Um, question five. Um... I feel like we're at a Stranger Things episode right there. Like that's the that's the that's like the the, the calm before the storm type of deal. I make the, that noise all the time. Or the you know that danger's coming, and you know that like if I make that noise, I'm either thinking or pissed. Where I'm just like, we could always wave to uh, Philip Rivers in the camera up there. I had... <laughs> uh, let's see, question five. Hmm. Okay, kind of, kind of the go to our match here. Super. So, who do you think is going to win? No, uh, if we if we hopefully do our football series in the match, game comes down to it. One second left. You've got the ball. You're at the 15 yard line. Would you rather be if you're getting the game winning touchdown? Your team is getting the game winning touchdown. Would you rather be the quarterback making the throw? Or the receiver catching the ball in the end zone? Which would you rather be? Games on the line. Would you rather be the quarterback making the throw or the receiver catching the ball? Let's even say the scenario doesn't like it's not like it's not guaranteed that you win. It's not a guarantee that you catch it. But would you rather be we'll put it this way, would you rather be the quarterback, you know, at the start of the play or the receiver at the start of the play? Running the route, who would you rather be? And knowing knowing that the play was designed for you to get open and get at the end zone, if you choose a receiver, I'd rather throw it. You'd rather be the quarterback. Yeah. If we guaranteed that the play was caught, would would you rather be? Does that change, or is I'd that? I'd rather throw it. Even if it guaranteed you were going to catch it. Yeah. I think I'd rather be the receiver. Saying that you caught the ball? Yeah. Yeah. Because no matter what, if you scored the game-winning touchdown or the touchdown, everybody goes and congratulates the person who caught it. Yeah, but do you think so? Or do you think it's the other way around that the quarterback's going to get more of the attention because they, especially if there's a pass rush, they had to get away. If it's a broken play, they had to move around, scramble. They had to find you in the back of the end zone on the run. The guy holding the ball who crosses the end zone gets most of the praise. So you think if the Bills win the Super Bowl on a last minute play, you, you don't think Josh Allen is going to get more of the play or more of the praise? You think it's going to be say Gabe Davis caught the game winning touchdown? You think he's going to get more of the praise? I have a feeling Josh Allen would probably run it. True. All right. Like if Josh Allen's getting pass rush and stuff, Josh Allen's gone. True. True. But if you're at like if he's at like the thirty five yard line and there's no more time on the clock. I feel like he's gunning it. I feel like he's just going to... Oh, then everybody would go towards the, the kid who caught it. Okay. Fair enough. But, um... All right. So you'd rather be the quarterback. I'd rather be the ride receiver. Interesting, especially if that match that match comes on. We'll have to find the scouting report on, uh, on Matt and his arm. But that about wraps things up this week. Like I said, post your comments, your questions... Whether you think we did a good show, a bad show, 
Um, if you want to be a guest, if you don't like us, give us some comments. Give us some love on Facebook. Um, remember, we've got the match, the match. Um, Anderson versus Matice, Santangelo versus Yudi, maybe special guests with uh, Matt Keo and Larry Monahan with Partner of Their Choice. We'll see if we can fit that in. But make sure you guys tune in next week, too, for we will have all the competitors of the match doing their media day on our show right here next week. And make sure you do tune in for that and another exciting episode of Stories from the Sidelines.